Welcome to Be Simply. This is She, and I want to thank you for joining us in this moment. Tonight on self-love, we are going to connect to creativity, and our focus will be to assist you in hopefully seeing the importance of cultivating creativity, and a lot of people might think that they're not creative, however, we all have the ability to create in one way or another, and it just takes different forms, and that which one person is passionate or excited about or has natural gifts for will be different for another. However, those seeds of creation, that energy of creation, are instrumental in keeping your inner life force strong, healthy, motivated, empowered to move forward to the next. So we're going to talk about this creativity and how to open yourself to refining your ability to nourish it, ignite it, and listen for it, and then put it into action. So as we dove into this segment, we let in with a little album leaf called New Soul. And what I'd like to do is start with that concept of new soul, and maybe that's a little tongue-in-cheek for them. I'm not sure. However, the beautiful thing about uh, the idea of new, creativity is fresh. There's something exciting that happens when you're in a creative process and you have these ideas come in, and you feel the momentum, similar to feeling the momentum of a child coming into the world, feeling the momentum of a seed sprouting up through the soil and spreading its leaves, that initial seedling, feeling the newness maybe of something that you've purchased that was created for you, whether it be a car, a piece of clothing, all of these things take creative energy to bring them into reality. So during that conceptual process, the process of creation, there's a lot of fun. Whether it's making a human, there's lovemaking to bring that human into conception. Whether it's uh, to get some ideas to write a book or maybe to approach a new process at work. Again, these the, the creativity wheel has to get going. So this isn't just limited to what you might think creative fields, advertising, marketing, the arts. It is actually a necessary force in everything that we do. And Mother Nature shows us that. She shows us creation and destruction and creation. It's like, come on, we, we want to show you that everything is going to be created it's going to show you its beauty, and then it's going to return to the earth for new ideas to be born, for new things to be conceived. And when that happens, that keeps the momentum moving, the wheel moving. So right now, as we are here on planet Earth, we're participating in this wheel of life. And as we all participate, we create this impact called cause and effect. So when we tap into the force of creativity, we have the opportunity to really dive into something really deep within ourselves, if we so to choose, and that requires listening. So this is the first key tool to bring in uh, the act of creativity. So whether you're out there and you're listening and you have this idea that you 
would love to do or you want to do something but you don't know what it is or you're feeling a little dull around work or family life then it's a perfect time to say hey I need some juice I need some energy to breathe life back into everything that I'm participating in so every moment can be a new creation it can be a new moment with your family with your partner with with your coworkers, it can be new, fun, and exciting just because you've experienced it maybe the same way every single day does not mean that you can't breathe something new into it. Oftentimes we think that's not possible and this is where addiction can come in, this is where people can placate themselves with all types of things to avoid recharging their system with creative energy. So the creative energy to start with listening number one deep listening on a soul level is located in your lower lower system so you're actually going to listen through your mind's eye through your intuition center yet your creation center is down in your sacral region your lower abdomen your hips and this is not by accident a sexual center energy center however that energy does not have to be used just for intimate relations with another human being it can actually be used to juice up what you want to put your energy towards when we close off that center because of maybe something that's happened to us maybe we are an addict currently or recovering from one maybe we have um, some healing to do around the mother's energy which is located here these things close that energy field off maybe not completely however they create some hindrances there and when we dance around them we'll do all these other things to avoid doing some holistic work right there some healing so what I'd like to do is start us out with a concept of hey you know this is my sacred space this is my creation space I want you to think about it in the sense that it's your studio that you create in no matter where that is it could be in the forest if you work for the park system it could be in a lab if you're a chemist it could be in a, a surgery a surgery center in um, an operating room wherever you're creating and it doesn't even have to be around an occupation it might be where you create in your home uh, fun and energy with your family and friends wherever you'd like to go with that you can decide However, I want you, we're going to listen to that song, New Soul, and I want you to move with it. Uh, just move organically with the, the song, no matter where it hits you. And I want you to think about listening. How can I listen through my mind's eye? And just pick one area that you would like to juice back up in your life. And then bring that listening, drop it into the sacral region and connect. Are there any hindrances? Are there anything is there anything I need to address that is inhibiting me from fully stepping into finding the energy to put forth? Am I depleted? We'll talk about these things afterwards. But I just want you to listen and see, gosh, what do I need to do to re-engage uh, with some momentum? So with that being said, I'd love for you to start standing so I want to encourage a movement here, placing the feet on the ground and just gently rocking forward and back, forward and back. And as you do this, I want to welcome you just to give that whole computer panel 
on your feet a little massage by doing that forward and back and then from there I want you to just find your still point lightly bend your knees and then take a nice deep breath in and then exhale out again deep breath in and out another one deep breath in and out and as you continue to breathe in and out I welcome you to just bring that breath from the base of the feet up through the body into the mind's eye and as you exhale bring that listening into the sacral region and just see what arrives let go of whatever you thought you needed to know right now just focus on the breath deep breath in and then exhale out again deep breath in and then exhale out another one deep breath in and exhale out continuing to breathe and flow with the music.
Continuing to breathe gently in and out. And just welcoming you in this moment to release the focus on the breath. Just let the natural breath to be there. Slow down the physical body. And connect back to here. And whatever might have arrived during that moment to give you an idea of what is ready to be released, what is ready to be let go, or maybe what needs to be strengthened, acknowledge it. So let's say, for example, during that segment you realized, wow, I do have some things that need to be addressed around maybe consumption, addiction, healing around the feminine mother energy, yet I really want to get this energy moving because I have things I need to do in life or want to do. So it doesn't mean that you have to be on hold, but it's acknowledging it. So within that, it's saying, okay, where do I have the juice? Where do I have the energy? And what are the things that normally get me going, get me excited? So recently I was made aware that when I get excited, I have this pretty funny hysterical look on my face uh, that has inspired me to maybe think about what's, <laughs> what's going on in my face uh, with my eyes, and it just makes me laugh. Um, so... And that's a signal to me, especially when the person reflects it back to me and I see that, oh, I'm passionate about something. So those things that we're passionate about, that we're excited about, are the things that can juice us up. So, for example, personally, I love cooking. Now, I may be doing something else. For example, right now I'm doing some work uh, around writing, also refining some things that are available with my work on the World Wide Web. And I'm excited about those things. However, if I was not fully excited, then I would say, hmm, I need to do some things that get me pumped up, that get me excited, that get my energy moving so that I have the momentum to put it in there. So if you have something that you're wanting to create, you might look for inspiration. When I was in architecture and design school, we would look for conceptual inspiration, external conceptual inspiration to get the wheels going, get the creative juices going. And so this is the same thing in life. So you may have something that you identified, and I want you to write it down. If you have something that you identified that you know that you've been avoiding, then say, hey, I'm going to commit to working on that. Because what that does is if you do the inner work around those wounds, that healing, that transformation, then it will only enrich your creativity. It will only give you more space for your creativity to feed that energy into everything that you do. And like I said, it's not limited to a music masterpiece or a dance. or It's endless. You can feed that creation energy into everything you do. And... You don't have to reserve it just for sexual energy. That energy is so precious, so you want to utilize it very carefully. And if you do choose to use some of that creative energy with someone, make sure it's the right person. Make sure that you're not just sending out that energy uh, just for sense pleasure in a moment and to be cognizant of why you might be doing that. So... 
this is a very sensitive area. There's a lot there. So more than likely, all of us, I'll say, 99.9% of the humanity on this planet and animal kingdom and probably plant kingdom have healing to do in this, this region. Otherwise, our world system would not be in imbalance the way it is. There's beautiful things that are occurring, but there are imbalances. We have to acknowledge that. So when we start to acknowledge the imbalances, we can repair them, regenerate them. This is the other beautiful part about creative energy we can repair regenerate and then have what a pure source of energy to put out into the world that starts to create shifts on the micro level to the macro level so we've seen this over the past 10 years that people interested in the environment and interested in alternative fuels for example that even the big companies are willing to go to alternative fuels they know it's possible. They've known it's possible, but they didn't realize that they can make a business model around it. Once they let that creative energy start turning, realizing, huh, I can use zero emission fuels, or I can use algae to make fuel and clean up the environment, and I still can generate economics for our world system, not just for greed, but for people that are working there that need the money to sustain their life. So this is how it works. And so the vibration increases. So the purer that energy field is, the, the more masterful the outcome is. So right now, when we look at creative energy, there's a lot of manipulation. There's a lot of degradation of creative energy. And it's not something that we can repair overnight or one blink of an eye unless Mother Nature takes it into her own hands. However, we can take responsibility on a personal level. So what I'd love for you to do is to write down, you can pause this segment, where you know you have some work to do in that arena. And then also write down where you want to put some of your creative juices, where you want to ramp up some energy, whether it's in a personal relationship, whether it's in a project, whether it's in something that you've never done before, whatever it is, just write it down. Just pick one. Just pick one. And then from there, I want you to ask yourself, where do I feel like I need some nourishment so this is the other aspect of creative energy. In order for it to regenerate, it needs to be nourished and it needs to participate in a two-part exchange. So if you think about the dynamic between the human species and creation energy to create another human, there's a yin and a yang energy doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, just follow along for a moment, scientifically speaking. The human body is designed with yin and yang energy internally, and then externally, if you bring those two embodiments together, they can procreate and create a child. So that energy, the yin and the yang, the positive and negative charge, electrical charges, come together and create that energy. So what they model, positive and negative, what it models is a yin and yang, like a battery. One end sticks out, the other one's flat. A receptor, a receiver, receptor, receiver. So nature teaches us in order to have creation energy at its optimal level, two things have to be happening. Receiving and giving. Receiving and giving. So you, you receive and then you give out the charge. So I want you to ask yourself in life, where you need more nourishment, where you need to receive more, 
Or if you're a person that receives a lot or takes a lot, where do you need to give more? Either one, I can hedge a little bit of a hunch here, a bet, that there's an imbalance. So ask yourself, do I need to give more? Do I need to receive more? Where is the imbalance in my creative energy? Because if you have a wound, we all do, then if you connect to that aspect of the giving and receiving, you will soon discover where you need to bring it into balance. So that will be the first place that you can start to bring some balance, bring some harmony in. So what we're going to do now is we're going to connect with Falling from the Sun. This is another song from the album Leaf. They do a, a beautiful job of creating layers of music, orchestra style music with an electronic mix to them. When we talk about the sacral energy, there's this other component, the yin and the yang, the sun, the, the fire, the chi that moves it forward. So we bring it into that incubation place and then we charge it and move it forward into life. So if we want to juice up <laughs> our creation center, then we need that charge. And if there are things going on in this region of the body, that will also inhibit the dance between the giving and the receiving internally and externally. So as we listen to Falling to the Sun, I want you to bring the attention to the solar plexus, bringing that breath into the solar plexus and exhaling out. And think about where, how your energy level is lately. Think about our, how are your emotions? Are they balanced? Are you feeling any stress, anxiety, depression? Is the physical body uh, feeling good in this region or does it need some nourishment? Feel into that. This will be another key component where there might be some work to do and also uh, a remembrance of how to nourish this region of the body. So take a nice deep breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale again inhale and exhale
finding a way to fall into your full potential, into your creative energy. And hopefully during that segment, you were able to identify where there might be some imbalance in your yang energy. So as I mentioned, as we were leading in, if you're not giving or receiving in balance, then what happens is depletion happens, entropy happens. So to notice, gosh, I'm receiving so much right now. And, and you might like be uh, perceptually in a certain place, but being supported, meaning that you don't have everything that you want exactly the way you want it, but you're, you're receiving, you're receiving, you're receiving so you can sustain life. Yet, uh, you realize, wow, am I giving and how am I giving and where am I giving? Or it might be reversed. You might be giving, 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 yet are you taking time to receive? When we don't do this little check-in with ourselves, we're basically pulling ourselves out of harmony. And I use this analogy when I take people on retreat that, you know, the apple tree has to receive all these things, sunlight, water, nourishment from the soil to what produce to give bare fruit. And just like a mother that conceives a child, she has to do all these things, double her blood supply in her body so that she can sustain this life force. So it's receiving all the energy and the support to make that happen. So when we apply these same principles that are modeled to us in nature to our everyday life, we realize how effortless it can be after we get over some of those big humps, those big hurdles, to sustain our life force, to sustain our creative energy. Now, you hopefully have one, an area where you might need some examining and doing a little bit of work in the feminine energy, the yin energy, and the sacral region. And then noticing where you have some work to do in the solar plexus, the yang energy. The yin is the creation center. Uh, So it houses all these things, nourishment, your purity, your ability to regenerate and create. Then your solar plexus houses the energy of your free will, your energy to move forward, your ability to uh, sustain your life force. So when these two places are in harmony, you have this ability to harmonize the entire system from there. (laughs) So you have these two points that give you the capability of harmonizing, even if your foundation is a little destabilized. If you harmonize these two areas, then guess what? That foundation will stabilize and the other pieces will come into alignment and calibration because you've honored these two regions of the body. So once you have that of where the two places are that you want to examine or look at or nourish, then you say, okay, what is it? If it's in the stomach region, let's say you notice your physical body is actually carrying a lot of weight in this region, then it's, huh, there's a sign that I need to nourish my physical body. Oh, my energy level's low. Okay, I need to like build my energy. That might be through nutrients, exercise. Oh, I'm depressed. Okay, that might be through nutrients, exercise, a little bit of outside help from a therapist or a counselor or, or a spiritual guide. Any of those things that in combination can start to bring you back into harmony in that region of the body. 
then you might say, oh gosh, you know what? I just feel like really fresh out of creative ideas, realizing that maybe you're going to be needing to be nourished by external things that are representations of the creation energy, which might be the arts, might be something that you're passionate about in a science journal. It might be uh, just being in water to bring that creative energy in. So as you attune to where you need to place some attention, you create a little, little bit of space for that. So, wow, I just am going to start engaging in going out to see art galleries to get my creative energy flowing because that really inspires me and it feels good and that builds the chi, the energy in my body. Wow, I'm going to get to the gym because I think that'll help my mind, my physical body, and probably how I feel about myself. And then I can feed that yang energy into my creation energy. And guess what? Lo and behold, you will start to have more energy for creativity and you'll have fresh ideas. So the w one thing that usually is holding us up in these regions, whether it's addiction, avoidance, uh, consumption issues, all these different things, uh, is these past actions, these past patterns that we've done over and over and over again. And that can hold us back because we're like, wow, here I am doing this again. Here I am doing this again. And I don't want to do this again. So that becomes all consuming because you're not taking the time to one, say, I don't want to participate in this pattern anymore. And two, you're not willing to nourish those areas with the things that they actually need. So imagine you have a little baby and the baby really needs its diaper change, but the parent is insistent. The baby needs to eat. The baby needs to sleep. The baby needs swaddled, but does not want to change the diaper. So the baby is going to continue to get agitated, frustrated, upset until that diaper is changed. So this is a similar thing in our, our physical being, our spiritual being, our mental being, our emotional being. We will continue to run into that dirty diaper until we're ready to change it, until we're ready to redirect the energy and create a new pattern. When we do that, we open up space for ourselves to create more and more effortlessly doesn't feel like, oh gosh, where am I going to get, get this juice from? So what I would like you to do right now is think about in your mind's eye, are you ready to let go of what you think you know? Let go of the attachment of how you used to do something, about how you used to meet relationship, how you used to meet your own creative process, how you used to work out, how you used to do anything that you might think you know. And are you willing to drop it? Leave it at the door. Are you willing to look at your life or this area with a blank canvas, like a fresh pair of eyes, the beginner's eyes? So when we do this, this assists in the listening that I talked about earlier on in the segment and will assist. So let's build upon it. Listening, I mentioned, to help understand what you need in the yin and the yang energy so that you can bring that optimal energy together, that energy exchange to assist you in the creative ideas and the focus for the future. Are you willing to let go of what you think you know, how things are, have been done, pressure from outside influences internally too, and are you saying, gosh, I want to have that aha moment that really juicy seed on how to approach whatever it is you chose in this segment to approach. Like I said, it could be a relationship. It could be a creative project. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Are you willing to let go of what you think you know 
so you can have that aha. If the answer is yes, then this is where we say, okay, I'm going to turn away from that. I'm going to turn away from that pattern, that habit, that compulsion, that stubbornness, that ego, and I'm going to let them fall away. And I'm going to listen. I'm going to welcome in listening so that I can get to where I need to go. So oftentimes in life, when we feel like we have to fix something or figure something out or get something done, we bring in a lot of action and not a lot of receptivity. When we start with the receptivity, then it makes action much more seamless, effortless. It flows so that life force can be in harmony with yourself and the world around you, your natural state of being. So if you think about nature, you don't see the blue jay saying, huh, how am I going to get from this tree to that tree? I've done it a thousand times, but how am I going to do it? It's in harmony, so it can do that. And then if that blue jay all of a sudden is faced with something that has to figure out maybe how to, to get some food out of a situation that it's never met before. So it brings in that creative force of energy, but it's much more effortless. So the same thing, we're going to look for that creative energy so that you have a new aha awareness, something that hasn't been discovered within yourself ever before. And it may not even been discovered yet here on planet earth. If it's a bigger concept or idea that you're wanting to bring forth and you just don't know how welcome in the listening. So we're going to listen to a little uh, Nahako medicine for the people and we're going to just welcome that energy to come in and wash over you. I'm going to welcome you to listen. So during this segment, just take a moment to sit on the floor, preferably cross-legged. If you need to sit in a chair, do that and bring the breath up from the base of the spine, lift it up, lift up the belly and then exhale it out. Let's keep the breath local to the lower part of the body. So inhale, extend the belly, hold it, and then exhale out. Again, inhale, and exhale. Another one, inhale, and exhale. Keep going, inhale, and exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, just welcome you to allow the yin and the yang to be in harmony with each other. They're already there. Let go, let it wash away, and listen. Just listen. Don't worry about what comes in. Don't worry about what you hear. Don't even worry about what it means. Just listen. Something special, we're a part of something special, we're a part of something special, 
It's a crack in time, a wrinkle falling from the nest, young eagle. I will pull my feathers out, stay humble, stay humble, stay humble, stay humble, stay humble. like an elder took a thunder older brother he said this is powerful country this is powerful country and we felt like we were returning to our land rebels and the shepherds of the sea the takers are taking what the leavers of these Greet me, the black prince cicada. Such a loud voice for a tiny creature. Teach me to let go of all of my pain. I do forgive, I don't forget these things. I do forgive, I don't forget these things. We burn the blue gum for a safe passageway. Drink of the earth, smoke of the dirt. My war paint was red, oak of clay, oak of hay. My war paint was red, oak of clay, oak of hay. Red oak of clay, oh. Our prayers ignite and cast out into the shire. And the song of our struggle came straight from the fire. It goes, holy, holy grandmother, we sing. Wash us clean of our pain and suffering. Give us strength for our new beginnings. In my deepest thanks, I sing. It'll wash away, it will wash away. Lift them up, it'll wash away. Lift them up. Pipeline for our rivers and mountains. We scream. Today's a good day. 
To this old song, so familiar to memory. The road will teach you how to love and let go. It can be lonely, but it's the only thing that we've ever known. It can be lonely, but it's the only thing that we've ever known. Our mamas told us, let go of jealousy. Have a vagabonds and vagrants that won't come so easy. We've come from nothing, nothing. We have come from nothing, nothing. So teach me to love you in a different way. Same cuts, same guts, same crazy. Same cuts, same guts, same crazy. I traveled the country and back only to find love undefined and i'm okay with that cause i'm gonna be a guardian be a man among men be a guardian be a man among men or be a woman among women be a guardian be my friend We're a part of something special It's 
So gently bringing your awareness back to here, gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. as you continue to breathe in and out. Just welcoming you in this moment to reflect on what has been revealed to self. So when we listen, when we take those pauses away, you know, if you'll notice, if you notice some of the words to that song, it's about a nine minute song. If you can take nine minutes before you start a process or maybe before you greet your family or before you go into work uh, or go into that situation that feels a little depleted, if you take that moment to stop and listen, you can say you can meet it differently. You can meet it with those fresh pair of eyes. So those are the two things that I mentioned early on is, pra is a practice, is one, to listen, welcome in the listening. Then to tend to the areas within the yin and the yang, your feminine and masculine channels that need some nourishment that might be out of balance. And by bringing in the things that you inspire you to nourish your fire or your water energy, your sacral or your solar plexus energy will help bring harmony to your entire system. And then from there, you'll start to have a fresh pair of eyes. Hey, you might be recovering from an illness, from addiction, from a relationship, and you might be a little jaded. You might not have those fresh pair of eyes. You might feel like, oh, I've lived a life, I know a lot, and gosh, I don't believe in the world like I did when I was a little kid. But guess what? You know what? We keep going on. Our energy field keeps moving and reshaping itself into a new form. And as we do that, we have the choice to meet every moment with a fresh pair of eyes. 
And when we do that, that helps harness that creative energy and lets us meet those situations, those ideas with a new sense of empowerment, passion, inspiration. And guess what? Then we start to cultivate the innovation, the ideas, the things that will actually birth things that don't exist here right now on planet Earth. They create the evolution. So if we're used to, and this is what happens in pop culture, doing things the same way over and over and over again, then what happens is complacency sets in, stubbornness sets in, attachment sets in, and we forget how to approach it differently. Now, you might say, well, this is great. I've listened to this segment, hopefully all the way through so far. I've learned that, hey, I, I might have some imbalances going on, and if I want to approach some ideas and get gather some juice, I'm best to tend to those. I'm best to have a practice of listening, sitting in repose, and then going into forward motion with a fresh pair of eyes. What happens when we listen is that we have a sense of certainty. We don't waste time. We don't waste our energy, our precious resources, our yang energy, that sacral energy, and our solar plexus energy is precious. We don't want to waste it in arenas that aren't going to serve us. A perfect example, I've used this before, is uh, there are things that we have to distract us right now, and that's one of them being social media. Great way to put your creative energy out there, great way to support one another. However, it's created a lot of isolation and a false sense of really who we are and who we're presenting to the world. And it can be all-consuming. It can be so consuming. You could spend days in the World Wide Web on the internet and forget how to take action in the physical world. So this is why we listen up here from the heavens, from the cosmos, from the universe, and bring it down. It drops down into the womb. This isn't by accident that a soul drops in from the ethers into the womb. Heaven to earth, heaven to earth. Listening, bringing it in, and then moving forward with it into action. Now, the reason that it's important to constantly be cognizant of our creative energy and nourish it and tend to it is because then we are a part of creating a different world for ourselves and the people that we engage with and the things that we build and create in this lifetime that will impact generations to come. If we're so attached to doing our things the same way we've always done because it's comfortable, guess what? We're going to inhibit some of that creative energy because we're putting it towards the way we've always done it. Now, it doesn't mean make everything chaos. <laughs> it's good to have a structure in place that assists you in this process, but it's also important in certain areas at, from time to time to let everything go and let yourself be in that open space, that creative space, and then you bring it back down. And then you put yourself into a framework in the sense that you know how to distill it down into earth. You know, if the universe every time it dropped a soul into a mother's womb and said, oh, well, let's just see what happens. There's a structure that's gonna happen. There's a known outcome with the human body, the way the skeletal system, the organ system, the, the um, the eyes, the taste, the sensory system, the brain, everything will work a certain way. And provided, knock on wood, everything is destined to be that way, you have something that looks the same, yet 
It's not because it has this essence, this soul, this creative energy. So that framework allows that expression to come forth. So this is the, the metaphor I'm using that within our creative energy, if we have a good framework, then that can assist us to mobilize it into the world, that can assist us to deploy an idea, that can assist us to meet our loved ones, a relationship, to have new experiences with one another, but not completely saying, hey, guess what, honey, I'm selling the house, the car, we're, we're shipping the kids off, and I'm going off around the world. You might need to do that. You might get inspired to do that. However, it's not always necessary to really get back to some of that good, juicy, creative energy to feed into all aspects of your life. So if inspired, give yourself the opportunity to identify where you might have some healing to do in the physical body, emotional body, the mental body, the soul body, and relate them back to the yin and yang energy, the masculine, the feminine energy, and tend to it. In addition, open yourself to listening. Provide that open space to listen. Allow the direction to drop in, the soul's communication with the heavens to drop in, and then from there, move forward in fluid action in that flow with the cosmos. You'll have more resources to save for yourself, for the future, and for that which you want to create. And those new ahas will birth much more effortlessly. So until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a big smile, a gentle bow, and a namaste. Be simply.